invite you to hear these words of scripture from the letter to the church at Ephesians, beginning in the fourth chapter. I plead with you then, in the name of our Redeemer, to lead a life worthy of your calling. Treat one another charitably, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, and bear with one another in love. Make every effort to preserve and maintain the unity of the Spirit through the peace that binds you together. There is one body and one spirit, just as you were called into the one hope of your calling. There is one Savior and one faith, one baptism, one God and creator of all, who works through all and is within all. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So I'm wondering if you all remember that there were these signs that were popular, maybe like five or ten years ago. I will admit time means very little to me anymore. It's all kind of all over the place. But you might still be able to go to a place like Hobby Lobby or Michael's Craft Store and see those signs. They said house rules on them. And some of them were very straightforward and some of them were kind of whimsical. There would be like vacation rules that said, you know, naps every day and no homework and things like that. Or there might be classroom rules that are a little bit more serious. I imagine many of the teachers in our Northminster family have classroom rules. They could be all kinds of things. And you might have them like in your laundry room. Like don't put a red sock in with the whites because we all know what happens when you put a red sock in with the white load, right? One of the ones that I saw at some point in time said, in this house, we dream big and we laugh often and we never turn down an opportunity for ice cream and we always say please. I will admit I never turned down an opportunity for ice cream either. So when they were trendy, I remember asking the congregation that I was serving at the time what our family rules might look like. I wonder what Northminster's family rules board might look like. I think for Northminster, there would be a healthy mix of those straightforward, easy to understand things and probably some humor and some whimsy as well. Imagine there'd maybe be the color green We'd use some trees, there'd be rainbows, of course, and maybe even perhaps a Harry Potter reference might work its way in alongside words that we've internalized, like abundant love and radical hospitality, or rooted and reaching. When we read the letter to the church at Ephesus, we get a good picture of what our family rules could include, practicing charity and humility and gentleness and patience. Bearing with one another in love. Clinging to unity in the family of God. And it would be lovely to think about all of those things and actually put together a sign for our Northminster family. Maybe hang it somewhere prominent and refer back to it regularly. But perhaps a more important question is how do we bring those family rules to life? How do we live them out? We get two examples of how we live those family rules out in our worship this morning. The sacraments that we celebrate. The joy of baptism when we celebrate inclusion and the expansion of God's family. And the hugely abundant feast where we practice table fellowship. 
where we tell Jesus' story and remember what we have been charged to do. In the ritual of baptism, as we just experienced, we take vows. I would argue that the baptismal vows that we take are just as serious as other vows that we take. They're just as serious as our marriage vows or our ordination vows. They're just as serious as a Hippocratic oath or when you're asked to make a plea when you're standing in a courtroom to tell the truth. Our baptismal vows remind us exactly what our scripture charges us to do this morning, to treat one another with charity to see those whom we meet as part of the family of God, and to work and love and serve them as we would love and serve our own families. We practice table fellowship whenever we celebrate communion. We practice coming together around a meal that's meant to nourish our bodies and our souls. We practice praying for one another and giving thanks for all that God's poured out to bless us and tell the story of Jesus. What we learn and share around that table is what we take with us when we go out into the world to love and to serve others. Baptism and communion are just two of the ways that we live out these family rules. Two of the ways that we live out the invitation that God extends to us. And usually baptism and communion are special Sunday morning rituals. So what about the rest of the week? What about the rest of the week? How else are we living out our baptismal vows? How else are we living out those family rules we've been invited to follow? If baptism is a sign and seal of the covenant of grace and God's love for us, then how do we live that out on Tuesday morning or on Friday night? Do we let water remind us of our baptism, whether it's rain or thunderstorms or in the shower or swimming laps in a pool or taking a drink on a hot afternoon or listening to a babbling creek or the majestic ocean waves? Baptism is about God's family. So maybe we think about our own family. Maybe we think about the precautions that we take to protect our own family. Maybe We take a little bit of extra care when we're around grandma or grandpa because they are older and their immune system isn't so great. So we wear a mask or we get vaccinated because we want to make sure that grandma or grandpa doesn't get sick. So what would happen if we thought about all of God's family in the same way that we think about grandma or grandpa? If we thought about our neighbors and our brothers and sisters and siblings in God's family, who might be immunocompromised or have asthma, and we wear a mask, or we get vaccinated, or we keep our distance to keep one another safe. Maybe we practice baptism when we take time and energy and give it to helping or supporting someone else. Maybe we live out our baptismal vows in the way that we care for our planet, something that Sarah inspires us to do all of the time. Maybe we take that extra time to both wash and dry our recycling containers before we put them in the recycling to send them out. Maybe we do some work to reverse or mitigate some of the damage done by the climate crisis. Maybe we plant trees or use less fossil fuels. Perhaps our baptismal vows are lived out in the work we do to break down institutional and systemic racism. 
to learn the stories of people of color and to work for justice for those whose voices have been silent or oppressed for far too long. What happens then is that when we are exhausted from the work of keeping and living out our baptismal vows, when we're tired from doing justice and challenging the status quo and building God's beloved community of justice, that's when we get to come to the abundant feast and gain back all of the strength that we need to be inspired and to have wisdom and discernment poured out on us so that we can have everything we need to go back out and keep at that very important work. Everything we need to refresh, everything we need to refuel is found at this table, around this table with our family, wherever we may be, however far apart we may be spread. When we are together, when we take part in that abundant feast, we are inspired to keep going, to keep living out those baptismal vows and those family rules to nourish our bodies and our spirits so that we can get right back out there. Maybe we do need some plaques and signs to remind us of our Northminster family rules, our family of God rules. And if you have ideas about what those should look like, I really do want to hear from you. I know there are plenty of times when I stand up here and ask you questions And you might think that they are rhetorical, but they are not. What should our Northminster family rules look like? We can make them together. Those plaques will be beautiful, I have no doubt. But we also need to be bold and empowered by the Holy Spirit in living out whatever we put on those plaques, whatever we see as part of those family rules in living as a part of God's family, and encourage one another to do the same on Sundays and on Tuesdays and Thursdays and Fridays and every other day of the week with all of the breath that we have in our lungs, with all of our strength and with all of our heart. So through the power of our triune God, may this be so. Amen.